but you can also be causing stress on the body through your own diet and exercise. So when you're eating too little amount of calories, or when you're overtraining and overexercising, you're causing a metabolic stress onto your body. Other factors which contribute to hormonal imbalances is different phases in our life. Thyroid issues, or have PCOS, for example, polycystic ovarian mm -hmm. syndrome, or even going through the, the phase of perimenopause and menopause. Leisure walking is, is actually one of the best ways to balance out the cortisol. You're looking at, for example, bloating, digestive or gut issues, for example, um, trouble losing weight, or you end up putting on, piling on weight and not being able to lo lose it. Jiena kellera ġosordwej, naħdem fuq il-televizjoni wanka fil-media soċjali. Passjoni kbira l-fitness u dakkollu li jistajjena biex inħossuna tajbin mentalment u fizikament. Dakkollu li nitallem, nirriċerka u nistaqsi, serin kunet nidiskutih ma' professjonisti u nizbe esperienzi li serjatuna qodda li nistaw nużaw biex nejxu ħajjitna blaħjar mot possibli. Nilqakum għal-podcast tijħor, graċi ħafna tal-feedback li jattibatunna, tal-messaġġi, tal-suġġerimenti, tal-interviewti l-fħat dan il-suġġet. Kien f-muħi, imma kiju jikolli nistqar, għara li ħareċċitti l-tijħor-podcast kien għal-battit li sinjura, għad li vera nixti ek li t-esplora dan il-suġġet. U għanit-kelmu fuq il-hormons, fuq il-fitness, għaj interessa l-kem il-nisa u kem l-irġil, taċ emma fariz interessanti ħafna li għankunu għad nit-kelmu dwaro. U maħna bi-pieċir nixti n-l-għal il-Deniz Grixti, t-wildet il-Kanada, u ġit Malta ta' disasnin. Ila fl-industria tal-fitness u personal training għal-dan laħħar oċrin sena. Fejkin għad-dit fl-Australia, fl-Istitut Australian tal-fitness, imbatam letu kol zmintejx fl-Londra fejkomplit l-studi taħħa, u ħadmet ma' trainers u tobba uħra biex tifuq aktar fuq il-metabolizmu, u tejn uħrajn fil-bilanċ ormonali għal-telf tapis. Isaħt mexi studio taħastes għal-daw laħħart min snin, tejn u tedi għal-l-uħrajn biex jilħu lan jittaħum jittilfu l-pis u jahdmu speċifikament biex jibbilanċja u l-ormoni taħum. Graċafna, Denise. Thank you for the invitation. Mela, għankur jino għankur nitkellem bil-Malti, Denise, titkellem bil-Inglis, ma' importaċ, objament eġt barra iktar komda. Graċafna tal-liġejt u... Għan itkellmu fuq suġġet li kolli najt naħsepi li jista jkun li jawħafna nis ibatu, imma ma jafux, għalluna ma jifitxux, la jnuna għaddattata, sewa etnajt jowle. Yes, exactly, that's it. When it comes to the subject of hormones, it is a very, very common struggle, specifically a lot with women. In fact, statistics show that one in every three women can suffer from a hormonal imbalance at some point or other in their life. But there's not enough awareness about it. There's not enough education, I think, about it. It's, it's quite a taboo subject. And I think now people are becoming more aware and listening a little bit more when they hear the word hormones and becoming more interested in mm -hmm, it as well. Mm -hmm. How did you come across the subject and started studying specifically? Um, it was back when I was in London. I was okay. working as a personal trainer and um, we used to also have clients, specifically women, coming to us where they're trying, they, could, they tried everything. They tried diets, they tried exercise, but they weren't losing weight. Mm -hmm. um, then I met a, a 
particular trainer who actually specialized in metabolism and hormones. And he had worked along with doctors as well. And they had created this course, um, uh, Metabolic Effect, working on the metabolism and tackling specifically the subject of hormones. And then from there, I continued um, uh, the studying in that subject and also reading more, getting more into depth when it comes to menopause and thyroid and uh, PCOS, for example. So it just continued to grow from there. And I kept meeting more and more women that seemed to come across these struggles. What is the role of a hormone in the body? So <laughs> basically, there are a large number of different hormones in the body, and each hormone is going to have a different role. Hormones are basically like chemical messengers in the body, which help for specific functions um, to take place in the body. So when there's an imbalance, there could either be a, a particular hormone that's too much in the body or too little. And that creates that imbalance. So the usual function um, and roles in the body that are supposed to take place end up struggling or not happening at all. Mm -hmm. And then that creates more signs and symptoms that our body mm -hmm. seems, to, seems to show us, which okay. we, become, we need to become more aware of. In fact, I would like to ask you, which are the signs? Um, what happens where, when our hormones are not working right? So there are a lot of symptoms, again, because each one is kind of contributed according to different hormone levels. But you're looking at things which nowadays um, we all seem to suffer one point or other. You're looking at, for example, bloating, digestive or gut issues, for example, um, trouble losing weight or you end up putting on, piling on weight and not being able to lo lose it. Um, you have uh, PMS, so severe PMS symptoms, um, irregular periods, brain fog, okay. lack of concentration, low libido, fatigue, um, and also, for example, struggle to sleep at night, migraines, and even it can even boil down to even anxiety as well. Okay. But what, um, what causes a hormone imbalance? Is it maybe stress or something you're going through in your life? So there are different, yes, there are different factors um, that can contribute to hormonal imbalance. Stress is one of the most common ones. Stress is one of the most major hormone imbalance that um, that people seem to suffer and, and struggle with. Why? Because stress, we, we are all kind of thrown at different levels of stress throughout our life. How each of us handle stress, we all handle it differently as well. Now, stress can come from a variety of factors. You're looking at environmental stress, you're looking at work-related stress, family stress or relationships, but you can also be causing stress on the body through your own diet and exercise. So when you're eating too little amount of calories or when you're overtraining and overexercising, you're causing a metabolic stress onto your body. And that triggers your cortisol hormone, which is your stress hormone. That hormone actually is a fat storing hormone rather than a fat burning one, which is why a lot of people struggle then to lose weight. So that's why it happens when sometimes we go through times it happened to me. I, I wanted to lose weight by all means. Mm -hmm. And it was seeming as if I'm not losing weight at all. Exactly. I'm bl I feel bloated. I exactly. felt tired. That's why yes. it happens. Because that's one of the reasons why um, your metabolism ends up pushing back. So that's how the metabolism comes in as well. Because you're putting the body under a huge amount of stress by eating too little. 
and exercising more. And it might last for a short amount of time, maybe a week or two, and you start seeing maybe a little bit of results. But then eventually, it burn, your metabolism burns out. It, it pushes back against you. You become more tired, more bloated, more hungry, more cravings and fatigue. And it's something that you can't keep up for a long amount of time. Um, also, we have other factors which contribute to hormonal imbalances. It's different phases in our life. So with, if we're going through the prenatal phase or postnatal phase, um, certain women who maybe struggle and suffer with thyroid issues or have PCOS, for example, polycystic ovarian mm -hmm. syndrome, or even going through the, the phase of perimenopause and menopause. Those mm -hmm. are frequent times where the body is going to feel that and go through that imbalance of hormones. Okay, so um, a diet is different for all these so, yes. even the fitness routine, I exactly. guess. And it's not a matter of one size fits all. So it's not one program or one type of diet or one type of um, training regime that's going to work for everybody. Each individual is different. We all have different genetic makeups. So each of us, we, can, we have to apply the steps, steps by working with someone who understands in hormones. And even us, we get a better understanding of what's going on with our body. And like that, we take the steps bit by bit and we see what works ideally better for us. As some people, for example, stress management might be the one thing that they need to focus on. Someone else might need to actually increase their calorie intake for food and maybe cut down on exercise. So everybody has different steps that they need to follow to reach that, that goal that they're targeting, but everybody's different. Okay. So that's why it's important that we read and, uh, and understand our body through the body signs and signals. So if you have a hormone imbalance and say, let's say I need to lose weight, mm -hmm. it won't work that I'll go running every day, for no. example. No. No. So the usual approach that we're taught of eat less, exercise more, doesn't work for people with hormonal imbalances. And in fact, studies had shown that this type of method to lose weight by eating less and exercising more was actually done and tested on young males in their 20, 25 years of age. So when you throw in a woman who go through different stages of hormones and hormonal imbalances throughout life, that is not gonna work the same for them eating less and exercising more will put more demand and more stress on to, to the body, which is going to cause more of a hormonal imbalance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the eating, it's important to eat a diet, a sufficient diet with enough calories, not cutting down too little. 800, 1,000 calories, those type of diets don't work. Exactly. Quick fixes, those don't work. 21-day challenges, 10 days this, <laughs> detox, all that stuff. Yeah those don't work. Again, you're putting more strain on your body. You're slowing down your metabolism in the process. Um, and when it comes to exercise, exercise, you don't want to exercise more than 30 minutes. And you're going to train for maybe two, three times a week. Wow. Now people tell me two, three times a week, just 30 minutes, is that enough? It is enough because you're going to complement those two to three sessions with leisure walking, for example. So when it comes to walking, not power walking, leisure walking is, is actually one of the best ways to balance out the cortisol. Because cortisol is tricky. Cortisol, it, it, you don't want it to be too high and you don't want it to be too low. You want it just right, just balanced. So walking, leisure walking is one of the best ways to do that. Mm -hmm. And also incorporating more stress management techniques in order to continue to help and support your body. 
lot of people are going to love you because yeah. that seems really reachable. Yes, it is. And even the workout, the 30-minute workouts that they do, um, like even what I do with my clients, is we do a rest-based training approach. So they're still challenged. They're still getting a little bit out of their comfort zone, but they stop and rest when they need to. Because not everyone is feeling the same level of fitness every day. Some days, especially with the hormonal imbalance, you're going to feel 110%. Mm-hmm. Other days, you might feel 60%. Mm-hmm. So there are days where you're going to rest less but there are days when the workout you're going to need to rest a little bit more so Mm -hmm. i always tell people push until you can Mm -hmm. rest till you need to dan il podcast ma kienx ikun possibli minajr love gi hops love gi l'aktar hobza bnina fi gzeritna isiba bis fil-hwinet tal-maple Team Sport, il-post fejn isip laqwa brand sportivi bħal di Adora u Under Armour u laqwa ditti ta' zraben su koni u hoka f-fost uħrajn, isibuħom liklin u birkirkara. Hypro, prodotti mammolin bi-proteina biz-zejjed biex tikkumplementa d-dita tijakta kolium u li serjejnuk fi-training li tamil biex tejx ħajja aktar b-saħita. Gulon, gallettini bl-atsokkor b-toma bnina. Natru, Halib plant-based b'ingredienti naturali biss minajr tsokkor mizjud. Fjord di vita, għal-varjeta għbira ta' ġobnijiet. Sometimes my friends tell me I'm on my period, I can't really, really train well. Mm-hmm. Does being on your period affect a workout? Yes, yes it does, because... Um, Again, women need to understand our monthly cycle. Our monthly cycle, we actually have four different phases in the cycle. You have the menstruation phase, Mm -hmm. the luteal phase, ovulation, and then the follicular phase. Each phase has its own benefits or its own advantages. So you want to take those advantages to work for you. So you want to thrive during each, each period. Now, during the menstrual phase, during when you have your period, that's kind of like the quiet phase. Mm-hmm. It's more um, the time when you're going to look towards more downtime. The workout can be, it, again, you don't have to miss a workout. You can still move your body, but in a slower way. So maybe yoga or restorative yoga, stretching, Pilates, um, or going for a leisure walk. Something that's a little bit more um, downtime rather than high intensity interval training or high strength training and stuff like that. So it's, it's important to adapt each phase, both even not only exercise, even nutrition, even dieting. So you'll notice at different phases, you'll tend to be more hungry. How come this week I'm eating more? I feel like I, I need to eat more. Because your metabolism is actually burning more. So you actually do need to eat more. Wow. So again, a strict diet that you're going to follow specifically week after week um, is not, it's not ideal. Mm-hmm. 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 But where there's a, that kind of, you, you get that little bit of leeway where you can have that control you're going to eat a little bit more on, on one week, but you're going to eat a little bit less on the other week because the metabolism is going to slow down for you. Okay. You're going to be more productive, work-wise, more confident on some days, and you're going to be feel like all you want to do is stay in bed or Netflix. And eat. And exactly, and eat <laughs> on other days. <laughs> I think. So you get your cycle to work for you. 
instead of against you. Fantastic. You've mentioned a lot metabolism. How does how does metabolism work with hormones and what is metabolism? So the metabolism is basically how we burn energy. How we how we burn our calories, how we burn our food um, and our energy expenditure. Okay. Now, mainly the, the thyroid is one of the main issues that is going to have an effect on, on your metabolism and have an effect on your energy. So that is going to incorporate everything to do with the thyroid level. On the other hand, if someone has an imbalance with other hormones, you could have, for example, estrogen dominance, mm-hmm. where you have high levels of estrogen, um, or else, for example, low levels of cortisol. There, you're going to feel fatigue. You're going to feel more tired. You're going to feel drained, harder to keep up with every day as well. So the, met- the metabolism is going to s- sink in and move in with the hormones through that aspect. I'm thinking on what you're saying, and I would like to ask how we can balance our hormones. I'm a, an avid advocate against medication, so mm-hmm. I don't like taking medication just mm-hmm. when we're supposed to take medication. Exactly. That's okay. But I really believe in food and I really believe in fitness. Mm-hmm. Can we balance out without any medication? So, yes, unless you are, for example, you're, you're in need of a certain thyroid medication, perhaps, for example. Um, or women in menopause might turn to HRT, for example. Um, you, In that case, and that, that aspect, in that example, yes, some women do need medication. Otherwise you don't have to turn to medication. And it's important for women to understand that they have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because even a lot of people uh, might recommend or turn to the contraceptive pill as a form of medication. Um, it's basically, the, the contraceptive pill is not going to solve your problem. So it's important to know where the root cause is coming from. But it's not going to solve. It's going to ease the symptoms. And it's basically going to mask the problem for a while. Okay. Um, but with our own daily lifestyle and the steps that we take through our own lifestyle and eating and exercise, yes, the hormones can, can turn around and have that balance. If we stay committed to it and be patient with it. The body takes time. The hormones take time to adjust and take time to change. So again, it's not a quick fix. A lot of people, we want quick and fast results. Mm-hmm. Um, but with hormones, the body needs to take its time with it. So as long as people are patient, do the steps and stay committed to those lifestyle changes, then yes, it can happen. So let's make this a little bit more actionable. Maybe we give tips to someone mm-hmm. who's listening and following. Okay. If I had to ask you, let's mention just... Simple foods, for example, Mm -hmm. that might help to keep our hormones in check. Okay. So basically, on the nutrition side of things, you want to focus on high, good quality protein. And that has to be included in all meals. You have to incorporate this in breakfast, lunch, dinner, and also in your snacks. Okay. Um, Good quality fats. Okay. okay, We're not going to have a large amount, but Mm -hmm. they have to be there. Don't shy away from good quality fats. Avocados, olive oil, nuts, seeds. Mm -hmm. These are good quality fats. And then when it comes to carbohydrates, we do not want to cut out carbohydrates. We're going to cut down on our carbohydrates. Why? Because carbohydrates have an effect on our insulin which is another type of hormone, and that affects your blood sugar levels. Mm. Okay, so carbohydrates, I'm not just mentioning um, just cookies, cakes, and sweets, these kind of things. You're also looking into the other carbohydrates. For example, dairy. Dairy contains lactose, which is a dairy sugar. Um, Fruit, 
as well. You have fructose, which is a natural form of sugar, okay? These also can have an effect on your, your blood sugar levels. Now, women with hormonal imbalances specifically tend to struggle with insulin and they can become insulin resistant, meaning the body is pumping out more insulin in the body through the pancreas. And what happens is normally the insulin takes the sugar from the blood and deposits it into our cells in order for it to be burnt and utilizes energy. When become insulin resistant, this process doesn't happen. And instead, basically, we have extra insulin in our body and instead the sugars are getting stored into our body instead of getting burnt. Exactly. Which again falls back into the to the weight. Why game. are we hearing this term much more nowadays? Insulin resistance. Wherever mm-hmm. you go, even food recipes uh, to beat yeah. insulin resistance. Why are we hearing about it more often now? I think because people are finally becoming aware of the dangers of sugars that can happen. What a what a effect that it can take on our body mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the sugar intake, and people tend to think. Uh, carbohydrates or sugars, it's just the naughty stuff. They don't realize that having a a bowl of fruit salad, for example, as a snack, is going to make your blood sugars rise. Exactly. And that's where um, the bad things happen, is when you have a blood blood sugar. Yeah, exactly. When that blood sugar spike goes up, you're going to feel a surge of energy, you're going to feel okay, but then eventually that blood sugar is going to drop and fall down. Mm -hmm. That's when we start to to feel tired again, fatigue, I need to reach for a cup of coffee. Um, and we have that energy high and slump throughout the day because we're turning a lot towards carbohydrates. Okay. Protein, on the other hand, doesn't do that. Protein keeps your blood sugar levels nice and steady mm-hmm. and it takes longer to digest. So you have more main- maintenance of energy to burn. And this insulin resistance will um, cause more hormone imbalance yes because it'll it'll because you're gaining weight yes maybe yes Mm -hmm. because of the 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 storage since you're storing you're continuously storing the the sugar instead of burning it it will eventually help um, contribute towards the weight gain then okay so if you have a hormone imbalance um, is it easy to say that it will be difficult to lose weight or depends on what you have so it depends on what you have. So it, it's important to get down to the root cause and find out where the root cause is, is coming from. But at the same time, it will just take you longer to lose weight. So you'll notice like, for example, women, we tend to like jump on a diet or uh, an exercise regime with our friend. Our friend seems to lose five kilos in a month and we perhaps lost half a kilo. Okay, okay. So there's that that shift, that difference. Mm -hmm. Again, that's when they start to realize what's going on with my body. Something is not right. Something's not working and not not functioning properly. But then that kind of opens their eyes to, okay, there's a hormonal imbalance. Again, if they shift how they're eating and how they're training and the lifestyle changes, they will achieve a hormonal balance. It will happen, but it just takes longer. So some women I've worked with have lost weight within three weeks, others within six. It depends, again, because all of our lifestyles are different. It depends mm-hmm. how demanding your job is. It depends how demanding life is at home, for example. Mm-hmm. It depends what level of stress you have or how you handle stress. Uh, with what you're saying, it's so interesting, Denise, that I really hope that people who are following us understand more how uh, 
each and everyone require a different program. Exactly. And exactly. you need to understand that you need to speak to a professional to guide you. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, reading off the internet or just trying to try something on our own and figure it out alone. It's, it's, it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. You're just going to mm-hmm. end up going through a cycle all over again, get demotivated, mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. and frustrated at the mm-hmm. end. In the last few minutes we have, I, I would like to just step into um, perimenopause and menopause. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting interested now <laughs> in the idea <laughs> and I'm researching a bit because it might be uh, soon. It, it might take longer. Maybe I don't know. But once you're in that period, is it true that you won't lose weight? You'll gain weight. It will be harder to train. Okay. So during that phase, the that type of phase where women tend to look at it with such confusion and fear and uh, again (laughs) understanding will take away that fear it'll take away that confusion so knowing how to support your body during that time will help ease the symptoms now because weight gain tend to have tends to happen during that time is because you start dropping the progesterone levels in the body and your body becomes more estrogen dominant and we become more sensitive there we become more reactive to stress oh my god balance it out (laughs) Um, you have to incorporate more stress management techniques so instead of saying i'm gonna go for another workout today or i'm gonna go hard on my training today you might need to back up a little bit on the training and instead leisure walk perhaps doing a hobby you enjoy reading um an epsom salt bath doing things exactly relaxing breath work meditation mindfulness doing things that are going to support your body so instead of thinking how am i going to lose weight you have to think how am i going to support my body to support my hormones to get and to get the better results Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be long because sometimes when you say when you tell someone to meditate, they think, oh, I got to sit on a pillow for an hour and just st- sit there and breathe. It doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be that long. Even just five, 10 minutes, perhaps first thing in the morning when you wake up or 10 minutes meditation before you go to bed or 10 minute Epsom salt bath. It doesn't have to be too long, but just incorporating these little minor, small techniques into your mm-hmm. daily lifestyle will help support the body a lot, a lot You'll more. You'll know I'm in my menopause because I'll be pestering you with messages. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. One last question I would like to ask. Men suffer from what we have mentioned. So men can suffer from hormonal imbalances, yes. Um, they're a little less complicated than women, but they do. The most common hormonal imbalance with, with men would be low testosterone levels. Mm-hmm. And testosterone, again, is a fat-burning hormone. So when that hormone is low, they tend to put on more weight and also high cortisol. So if they are suffering from a high-stressful life, again, high cortisol levels means um, fat-storing instead of fat-burning. And cortisol specifically hits both men and women around the abdominal area. So again, that's another reason why women, even in menopause, tend to hold on more weight around here because cortisol levels are rising. Okay. So say a a man is suffering from low levels of testosterone. Mm -hmm. There is a specific diet one can do or training. 
they have to apply step out. they would have to apply exactly be careful with their nutrition how they're eating how they're working out and training incorporating that rest-based method also with their training incorporating the, the stress management techniques also as well oh that was so interesting <laughs> you, you saw me how i was yeah. <laughs> getting all <laughs> inhaling all the information yes. it was amazing it's just Dennis. a matter of understanding the understanding can happen it can be there and i really wish um that more people get to know more about you because as i said um it shouldn't be as hard as people think before no. you start to think it's really hard but it's as not. you explained it can be really it's not easy and enjoyable exactly. once you understand what's going on through your body and the impact hormones have on your body instead you can thrive instead and don't let hormones hold you back amazing thank you thank, <laughs> thank you so you. much for being with us وصلنا في تشين تو بودكاست مش نتاما نحسب اللي سبتو انتريسان ده سكام سبتو ينو منو نهجيكم بشكسيستا وتقسموه مشاحات اللي تحسب اللي عنده بزون يسمى داك لقلتنا دانيس بليز عملوها اتلو فوق سبوتيفاي فوق يوتيوب عملو سبسكرايب بيش انتو تكونو تعرفو متان تلاو ابيزود يوجديت ما بالي هيش نايدلكم لفقرات سهفنا تالي سيقويتونا وسا كام نيجو نتاقو البودكاست يهون نسيم لكم